The Holly and the Ivy coming to the Hoagland Center for the Arts. And Osni Vigasa is here with us, one of a very talented cast of performers putting on this production. And Osni, welcome. Thanks so much for being here. Great Thanks, to have Jim. You. It's great to be here. The Holly and the Ivy. The name certainly screams out Christmas time. Yes, uh, what, definitely. What is the show about and how does it tie into the holiday spirit? So the show is the classic tale of family getting together for the holidays. And, and you know how either you have a holiday where nothing happens or you have a holiday where everything happens. And are, since, are there uh, holidays where nothing happens? Does that, does that really happen in some people's households? I've heard. So I've heard. Um, so this is a, the um, holiday where the family gets together, the adult children come home, and everything happens. And everybody's got secrets, and the secrets come out. And Not, and not the first time you've done this show, by the no, way. No. We um, started the first... My first experience with this show was eight years ago when we did a staged reading at the Hoagland Center. And then... Seven years ago, we staged it for the first time, and then six years ago, we did it again. And so it's been six years since we were Has there. Has it really been that long? Yeah. Can you believe it? So you, you, you did it some version of it three years in a row and yep. then left it sit for six years. Yes. Why, why come back to it now? Well, part of that is the, the director moved out of town and moved to southern, uh, Kevin Purcell, moved to southern Illinois. And uh, he wanted to come back and, and revisit it. So we've got half the cast, half of the original cast, and then we um, got four new people on board to make up the rest of the the cast. That, so. That's that's a really interesting dynamic, having done it with the same group, yeah. and now you've got new... And, and a lot of families are like that, too, where you get very familiar, and then suddenly there's new people yes. coming in, and it, and it really fundamentally alters the dynamic. So that's that's kind of an interesting way to look at it. Yeah, and it's been really interesting. And we you know we have plenty of conversations backstage about how how different the show is and, and how... You know, every every time we do it, it's it's got a little bit of a, a different vibe to it, but it still is a really solid show, and it resonates with people today. It was written in 1949 um, in in the UK, so mm-hmm. it's a British comedy drama, um, post war. You know, uh, dealing with adult children trying to figure out what to do with their elderly parent. And yet, people still find it extremely relevant. I mean, people, of course, still deal with what to do with their elderly sure. parents. People still have secrets that they don't want to come out, but they inevitably do come out at Christmas time or whatever. You know, when, whenever you get the whole the family together and words start start flying, yeah, that's a bit of a double edged sword because in yeah. in one respect, people are like, "Oh, I want this kind of stuff going on. I'll just sit at home with my family." <laughs> on on the other hand, it, it can be fun sometimes to watch other people have to wrestle with it's, the things that we've all had to wrestle with at one time. It's or good another. to know you're not alone. <laughs> I think, yeah. What sorts of problems are this family wrestling with? Well, um, one of the daughters. There's actually one daughter who is living with. So it's it takes place in a parson's house um and he's got he's a widower and he's got three grown children and his oldest daughter lives with him and takes care of him but she's fallen in love and she wants to get married but the uh fiance is moving away to south america for several years and she wants to go with him but she doesn't want to leave dad because she doesn't think he can take care of himself um He's not decrepit. He just gets a little spacey sometimes and and sort of misplaces things. And so she's worried that he's just going to fall apart if she's not there. Um, She thinks that maybe she could get his sister to come home and take care of him, one of her aunts. But uh, she's not 
not very confident that that will happen. And so she thinks about her younger sister, who's a fashion writer in London. That's the character that I play. And um, she has a terrible secret involving an affair that she had during the war, World War II, with an American serviceman. It's so interesting in as much as I think sometimes we think our generation created the issues of who's going to take care of our aging parents and who's going to be responsible and who's going to sort of put their life on hold for that part of it. And for this to have been written in 1949 and have that be the centerpiece of it, that's a really interesting object lesson in in how timeless these situations are. Yeah. Plus, we've got, you know, um, two of the cast members are preacher's kids. So they they, they, (laughs) it's hysterical because they see in the script all this stuff that they had to deal with themselves growing up and and the thought that you don't I think it's I mean I'm not a preacher's kid but I still have parents and I don't want to hurt them and so I I've kept secrets from my mom and dad because I want to protect them sure. you know and that's the crux of what's going on here it's not that we think that dad because he's a parson is going to fly off the handle I it's because we don't want to hurt his feelings Really, It's a great point. We're talking with Osni Vigasov, the Holly and the Ivy at the Hoagland Center for the Arts, uh, without obviously giving away resolutions to all of this. Uh, do people walk away from this with that happy it's, holiday feeling? It's very heartwarming. Okay. Yeah. Let's talk about the, the some of the rest of the cast, old sure. and new, and, and how they bring these characters to life in that process of you all feeling your way around each other. Sure. Well, um, Tom Lawton is the heart and soul of the show. He plays uh, the Irish parson um, who has moved to the UK and has lived there long enough that his kids don't have an Irish accent, but he does. Um, uh, Elizabeth Cheney is playing the older daughter. And I, I know Elizabeth's work mo- mostly as a director. I'm really excited yeah. about the thought of seeing her on stage. She's a director and a choreographer and an incredible orthopedic uh, nurse practitioner uh, in town. And she has really stepped out of her comfort zone with this role. And she's doing just a beautiful, lovely job as the the sister who fusses like a mother hen and takes care of everyone. <laughs> and then um, Nancy Cole and Linda Schneider are coming back to play the aunts that they played the last time around. One of them is um, described as rather grand and strange. Um, and the other one is this fussy Irish termagant as well. I could see called. either one of them in either one of those character <laughs> descriptions. They're both they so incredibly great, talented. And they play so well off of each other. I'm sure. I'm sure. It's, it's wonderful. Um, and then I'm the other veteran actor from the original um, the original cast. So to round out the newbies, we've got um, Keith Wilson, who I believe, oh, I want to say the last thing he did was All the Way, maybe? I'm not sure. Yeah. I think he's done other other stuff. I, I got but. to cast him. I One time as a director, I got to cast him in Seven Brides for Seven Brothers. But boy, oh. what a fantastic character actor. And oh, what a voice he's got. What, oh, yeah. What a set of pipes on him. Oh, yeah. He's wonderful. And he plays um, an uncle um, uh, the godfather of my character. So he knows the secret that I come home with and he's he's trying to help me keep it from the rest of the family. And then um, Reggie Guyton has coming in to play um, the love interest of the older daughter. 
Um, and he is a local director, actor, singer, wonderfully talented yep. young man. Uh, and then Casey Cantrell, who's rather new to the Springfield theater scene, but uh, I think this is his third show that he's Did done. Did Blood Brothers last year was Did, extraordinary in that. Yeah, Blood Brothers in the spring, followed by Memphis yeah. in the summer. And now he's trying his hand at a straight play and not a musical. And he's just incredibly talented. How do you uh, set the stage? I mean, this is perceived to be set in 1940s England then? Yes. And so how do you set the stage costume-wise, set-wise, et cetera, to create that ambiance? We have the wonderful Debbie Iams helping out with costuming people. Um, Some of us bring in pieces of our own. Um, It looks absolutely fantastic. Um, I had some some vintage uh, 1940s suits that I bought when I way back when I lived in Chicago, and so those are coming out of out of storage to uh, make a brief appearance. And then um, you know you can there's is we had to buy a few things and we just piece it together. It looks wonderful. Um, uh, we had some help finding vintage looking pieces for the set. It's in the club room at the Hoagland, I should add. A nice intimate setting. Yeah, it's a very intimate space. And so we need pieces that really are vintage um, and, you know, three-dimensionally because people are going to be on three sides of the the action. And so everything needs to look just right. And it It, does. Is this more comedy, more drama, more of both? It's a little both. Certainly the aunts and the brother provide plenty of comic relief. Um, it's it's definitely a drama in places, but uh, it's, like I said, it's heartwarming and inspirational. So how do people go about seeing the holly and the ivy? Well, you've got to get your tickets at <laughs> hcfta.org. Or calling the number, which I can never remember, but I know you have it. 523-2787-523-ARTS to uh, to get your tickets there. So by phone or online or actually at the box office. Show dates and times. Show dates are, we open on Friday, this Friday after Thanksgiving. um, And the show time is at 7 o'clock. Okay, so please note that because some shows start later than that. You don't want to arrive late. So a 7 p.m. start in the club room up on the third floor. Correct. Friday and Saturday at 7 and then Sunday at 2. And those are... That's the only time that we've got. One weekend only. One weekend only. So you want to make sure you get those tickets. And again, this is a somewhat smaller theater, so right. don't don't wait till the last minute. You can go online right now at hcfta.org, get those tickets for your chance to uh, to celebrate this Thanksgiving weekend, getting into the holiday spirit with the Holly and the Ivy. Osney Vigasaw, part of a very talented cast, putting this on at the Hoagland Center for the Arts. Thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving to you, and best of luck with the show this weekend. Really do appreciate it. Thank you very much, Jim.